Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to our podcast, Real AI Now. Uh, in this podcast, we discuss uh, business applications of AI, uh, real applications of AI, like the name says. And uh, we also discuss how the future may look like in AI. So um, the topic of today is conversational AI. We're going to talk about what is possible to do with conversational AI today. We're also going to talk about what is not possible to do, um, quite an important uh, topic because of uh, the expectations that exist. Uh, we are going to try to um, address what the impact of conversational AI can be, can have on your business and how the future looks like. Um, we have um, a guest here today, Nuno Galandin, who is also going to become a uh, a host of this podcast. Um, Nuno is a computational linguist um, and a product manager for our conversational AI product, uh, RoboAI. Uh, we can talk uh, more later about RoboAI um, in another episode. Um, Nuno has been delivering excellence in this area for, for a few years now, uh, deploying conversational AI solutions to, uh, to business. Uh, with real impact and high quality, both uh, for, for customers and, and, and for companies. And he's very passionate about this topic, as you're going to uh, notice for sure. <laughs> so welcome, Nuno. Uh, thank you for being here. Um, let's start with you. Uh, why did you choose uh, this field, the field of conversational AI? Uh, tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so first off, um, hi, everyone, and uh, thanks for having me. I mean, really excited. Um, conversational AI, I mean, it was most a surprise because at, at the time you actually called me up uh, here at the university, I was lecturing uh, German. So my background is actually linguistics. Uh, later on, uh, I studied uh, quite a bit of uh, translation and applied linguistics, and more recently, forensic linguistics. Um, I mean, and in that field, uh, we get, uh, I mean, closer to... Um, to what we are doing right now, which is actually looking into what people are looking for, how they do that. Um, and that captured my attention. It was actually quite a surprise, I must say, um, to look at my passion, which is linguistics from a computational perspective. Yeah, so it was mostly curiosity, uh, I must say. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I fall yeah. for it. <laughs> uh, totally. but, but you did work with software before. So you yes. did apply, um, you did apply your linguistic uh, knowledge and skills to to software before before you started with conversational AI. Yeah, that's right. So it was mostly related to um, scam. I mean, um, not to spoil too much here, but um, about avoiding, for example, uh, emails. One would forward those emails, and uh, we would have an automation that would keep those spammers, let's say, occupied, uh, simulating that it would actually be a human um, answering those scammers. Yeah, quite interesting project, to be honest. Okay. Uh, what about software localization? I think lingu linguists also work with that. Sure, that as well. There we have uh, software actually for the so-called CAT tools, um, so translation uh, translation assistant uh, tools. Um, yeah, so HTML, um, JSON, for example, the software actually uh, prepares everything up so the translator can fully focus on the text he has to translate and or mm -hmm. localize. Um, that has uh, actually also been um, a field I have been exploring. Okay. Yeah. So um, 
tell us um, so let's uh, let's focus on the conversational AI, the topic of today. Um, what is it? Uh, what is conversational AI, and uh, what can we do with conversational AI in general? Um, let's talk a bit about that, and why do we need it? I mean, conversational AI is quite broad right now. I would say um, to focus on on what I have been doing mostly, and we have been focused on is conversational AI, the so-called um, chatbots. Um, and not all chatbots are conversational AI, right? So we know the so-called rule-based ones and then the conversational AI ones, the so-called NLU-driven ones. And those are real chatbots, I would say. The other ones, the rule-based ones are uh, mere uh, clickbots. So conversational AI for me personally means exactly that. It's to have uh, or to simulate uh, a human to allow for users, for customers um, to have someone to chat 24-7 and to solve their problems. That's what I'm mostly focused on right now. So you say, um, let me pick up on something you said, mm -hmm. the difference between rule-based and NLU bots. Uh, why do you say that one is conversational AI and the other one is not? Because conversation actually, it means exactly that. It's an interaction and we are constantly adapting to each other, right? So I must react exactly to what you are telling me and the other way around. Um, and the so-called rule-based chatbots, I call them honestly clickbots. They're nothing else than a simplified version of the website, right? They, are, mm -hmm. they, they, they remind me a lot of what we had a decade or two ago, the so-called web on our mobile phones, right? It was actually a representation of a website um, simplified into a menu, a click menu, right? Uh, and sorry, that's not a conversation, right? That's option why, based. Why is that bad? I mean, it's let not me, bad per se. Let me challenge you a bit there. Yeah. Uh, why is it bad um, to have a menu that I click on? I mean, uh, we do that all the time. Why is that not a good experience? That's exactly the problem. We do that all the time. So we have better <laughs> solutions uh, uh, for that, right? I still prefer to explore a website where I especially have. Um, pictures, right? There are great artists out there where I have um, great web designers working on. Uh, why offering in parallel um, what I call, again, a clickbot? Because it's just a simplified version of that website. It doesn't help me at all, right? I have still to click through a menu, uh, which, so, yeah. So, okay. So, so why do we need conversational AI then? So if I, if I have a good, if I have a good website, let's say yeah. I'm trying to shop online for some clothing and I have a good e-commerce website, a good online shop that is easy to use. What do I need a chatbot for or conversational AI for? Not sure if it is that simple to use nowadays, right? So shops, they diversify more and more. They are offering more and more, which is great. On the other hand, it makes uh, it harder for users to exactly find what they are looking for, right? And why should I still keep on clicking um, during five minutes on, on uh, a menu bar, mm -hmm. trying to narrow down and to use filters, right? What we see actually if that shop is offering quite um, a bit of, of products I have on the left side or uh, uh, above uh, um, the products, I have always uh, um, filters, right? I click, okay. I need to, to select like price, like um, depends if it's a, a, a hard drive, it's size, right? It's the type of the hard drive, it's the brand and so on. So I need to click mm -hmm. through the, all of that um, until I get uh, all those 
thousands of products narrowed down to what seems to be what I'm looking for. Okay. In a chatbot, for example, I go in there and I formulate it conversationally, just like I would do with an assistant in, in a shop, right? Telling him, hey, look, I'm looking for a hard drive of this brand within this that price range, all in one sentence. And the chatbot will do it for me. It will narrow it down. It's simply okay. faster. It's more natural. It's conversational. That's what we like to do. That's what I now am doing. I, I can see that. I mean, I... I tend to agree with that. If I, especially if I, if it's something that I can, for example, use my voice and say, okay, I'm looking for running shoes uh, from this brand and uh, I'm, I'm this type of runner. Um, and then I expect, I expect my, uh, my choices to be narrowed to those type of shoes for my type of running. And that I think this will be helpful. I agree. Um, so Again, uh, picking up on something you said around ClickBot or RuleBot versus conversational AI, um, can you think of a good example of a good conversational AI that, and to me that is, I'm interested in what, what that means to you, but to me, a good conversational AI is a conversational AI that provides a good customer experience uh, and by um, consequence, uh, good business results. So what is a good example of a, a conversational AI uh, to you? I mean, the question is always, what is that good customer experience you're talking about, right? That's exactly the point. I mean, everybody says, yeah, we want to offer a good customer experience, but the question is, what is the customer actually looking for? And that's one of the main differentiators that I'm only able to find out with a chatbot, with an NLU-driven chatbot. A clickbot does not allow for it. But no, give me a good example of that. Uh, give me a... You just mentioned it before. Where, yeah, one, and one example where you've actually seen that in action, a great customer experience uh, built with a conversational AI. For the user, there is the advantage of it being faster, the whole experience. People love to talk about what they are interested in, and we see that reflected in the chatbot. People are longer on a website simply, right? And have someone finally to talk about what mm -hmm. they're interested in and to gather more information quicker, much quicker than having to okay. download uh, uh, product sheets and to looking into them. But one example, for example, is exactly the fact that people are simply adopting more to what companies have to offer. In the automobile, uh, automobile range, for example, it is a test drive, right? We see many more um, test drive subscriptions with a chatbot than with the traditional form. Why? Because first it's a chatbot actively offering it to the user. The user may not even be aware uh, or simply forgets, right? Oh, okay, yeah, I have the test drive option, sure. Mm -hmm. Why not like an assistant in a shop, right? Offering it, a salesperson offering it to the user. I mean, this is... Um... So, uh, uh, but I was asking you for a concrete example of okay. one application that you've seen with one brand. You don't need to mention the brand, but... Uh, give me an, a concrete example of uh, a, a customer experience offered by conversational AI that you think is a good example. I have a hard time answering that honestly because uh, I have many to pick from. So one is exactly the is the forms, right? We can narrow them down. We can make them quicker. We can make them conversational. I can give all that information in one is sentence. That, is that what kind of industry was that? I mean, it's cross because uh, it, it works in banking, it works in financial, it works in telecommunication. We use it a lot in automotive, for example, with the test drive forms, right? I can say in one sentence, 
I'm interested in booking a test drive. My name is etc. And I have an NLU behind it, um, a well-trained chatbot with good conditions that captured information from that one sentence that I provided. And if something is missing, it will get back to me and tell me, okay, by the way, I also need your birth date, right? Instead of looking at, to, at a huge form that as uh, analytics okay. tell us, the user simply in the middle of it, um, a bot because, okay, I, it's not the time, mm -hmm. let's do that on the, on the weekend and then they forget, right? So if I don't capture the user right there, the, the, the customer especially, um, mm -hmm. it may be too late and the chatbot so, does it. So let's take that, that example of, of um, automotive. Um, so you mentioned automotive. What can, and I'll pick up on that. And so you mentioned in automotive, this could be a good application because you mentioned already. Uh, so you can have a chatbot on, for example, on a website where uh, people can do what? They can look up a car. They can uh, they can ask questions about a car. What can they do? Okay, they right. can book a test drive. What else can they do? What can a conversational AI offer, for example, to um, an automotive a builder, like a car constructor, car manufacturer? that they can put on their website that provides a really good customer experience. Could you elaborate a bit on that? Yeah, sure. So without undisclosing too much, but uh, to pick really- um, Just I in mean, general, don't right, need to real talk any, about any particular sure, customer. Sure, sure but uh, let's pick uh, real world examples here. We are able through a chatbot, for example, in automotive to uh, cover 189, 195, somewhere in between vehicles uh, with all details about it, right? Speed. Uh, uh, weight, a number of, of seats, um, options, accessories, and you can even configure your car within a chatbot, right? Simply telling him or asking what is avail available for that very same uh, model. And let me tell you, there are very, very specific uh, and strange requests that sometimes don't get to, to, to the, the, the um, automobile uh, uh, industry otherwise, right? We found out a lot about special requests from customers um, mm -hmm. through a chatbot. Nobody okay. was aware of that before, right? Okay. Yeah. So are you talking about voice of customer? I'm talking about voice of customer, which is one of the major advantages. And now we are all already on the side um, of the, the, the company, the chatbot owner as well, right? Because it's an advantage for both. The, the user is heard, right? Because within the chatbot, mm -hmm. we've, of course, noticed, we find, found out that people uh, have no real limits, right? I mean, they ask what's in their mind, right? It's <laughs> anonymous, right? Nobody, I mean, I don't see faces. I don't have a name there. I know it's a chatbot. La, let's ask mm. for it, right? So if people want to have a Louis Vuitton seat in their car, I mean, they may ask the chatbot, right? <laughs> Nobody was aware of, of that need, Ser for example. Seriously. Okay. Yeah, really, really, absolutely, right. You want like uh, a, a designer seat, exactly. Yeah, in designer brand seats yeah, in the car. <laughs> right, really. Yeah, wow. special requests. Let's say nobody was aware of that need, um, and so, now we are. Yeah. So not only so you, in other words, what you're saying is that uh, a chatbot or conversational AI is not only cannot only be a, a pleasant customer experience if done properly. Um, but also is a good marketing tool because uh, in terms of collecting the voice of customer and understanding Absolutely. what the customer is looking for. There's one thing I always tell uh, people, which is a website, as good as it may be, it's fully passive. I'm putting content there in mm -hmm. the hope that users 
are going to like it, are going to click through it, that it captures their attention, that it holds them there for as mm -hmm. long as possible. But it's fully passive. I never so, know. Okay, I have analytics. Let me just okay. finish this one up because this is really important for me. Um, I have analytics, yes, but you are still analyzing what you are offering, right? Okay. Where is the message from the user coming from, which tells you, no, I want... Um, special designer seats in my car, okay. right? You have no option to find so, it out other than through a chatbot. So is this a bit like what Google does with Google Trends so that you can actually Google can monitor the what people are searching for uh, and this is great value to them because they Absolutely. can monitor trends uh, uh, that otherwise if you have if you have a menu with limited options and whatever thing you're looking for is not there then and then the google analytics of their website will not understand what you were looking for it just exactly. knows that you didn't find it you miss a lot of information yeah <laughs> and it's all gone. in a chatbot you actually can enter what you're looking for and you can use that information for your marketing absolutely and not only it's really about hearing out the the user knowing what he's looking for what does he okay. expect from my website uh, what does he expect from my products right Mm -hmm. um, that's it, because simply the user is not always willing to, to write it into an email, right? Because, I mean, it's not anonymous anymore. Mm -hmm. I need to follow up on it, right? It may not be worth it, but for a company, it may be worth noticing that there is that one or two users which are looking for designer seats. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, the, what you're saying is, and of course I know this, uh, it's easier said than done, isn't it, to, to implement conversational AI uh, with high quality. This is this is a point that uh, I think we should discuss still. Um, but before before we go there, uh, let me ask you something else. So uh, you talked about good examples of a uh, good example of uh, good conversational AI and how conversational AI can have uh, interesting applications. But can you give us an example of a bad conversational AI or a bad example of what not to do? Yeah, a bad example is clearly, I mean, again, for me, the, the ClickBot, right? It's not conversational at all. So we can put that aside right away, right? So a ClickBot is not a chatbot because there is no chat, right? There is only click. Um, but also a conversational AI-driven chatbot, an NLU-based one, can be bad. Indeed, mm -hmm. it can be bad or it is bad whenever I write something that it doesn't know about, which is okay. We can't expect the chatbot to know it all, especially if it was just launched, um, but we need to know how to react upon it. And what shocks me so much is that there are so simple ways of handling um, that not uh, present knowledge, which is simply not used. Um, we do it, right? Which is simply, you can at least hand, hand out, the user hand out an email address or you can forward that very same message uh, mm -hmm. um, to the support to get back to you pair, uh, through email, right? So and the support mm -hmm. would get the log, for example, um, knows what it is about and gets back to the user. Hey, look, you have just had a conversation with my uh, uh, chatbot colleague. Um, he was not able to handle this, but here, that's the answer, right? Or provide mm -hmm. a phone number. I mean, there are so many ways you could handle it or you hand over if there is an agent available, right? Um, and this is seldomly seen. What you see most is that traditional answer, sorry, could you please rephrase? And this is really bad. I mean, it would be better to tell uh, people, uh, I don't know what you are talking about. I mean, I I'm not yet able to answer that because people try to rephrase and a good chatbot doesn't need rephrasing, right? Um, rephrasing is not going to solve it. And people, we see that they try and try and try again. I mean, come on. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, so, I mean, um, what what is the what what does it take, right? What does it take to to uh, to develop a, a chatbot or conversational AI that really provides that experience? Uh, is uh, is it the the right software? Is it the right people? What is your opinion about this? First off, because there is still that stigma out there, um, it is not much more, if at all, expensive than uh, a clickbot, right? And that's my main point I want to clarify. If you find a partner, if you find a service provider, a company which is experienced in chatbots, mm -hmm. who has a chatbot uh, platform, especially if they provide an end-to-end uh, uh, um, solution, right? So that you don't have to look for several ones, the integrators, the, the, the front-end uh, or widget providers, the back-end providers, the cloud providers. No, find a, a company, an experienced one in that field that covers it all end-to-end. -end. This, uh, this is an agency or something like that. Right. And okay. which is able, um, which has uh, uh, enough experience to um, know these little uh, tricks and um, if they have enough experience, a chatbot is not more expensive than a clickbot. It is not. And that's what bothers so, me the most. Why so, so do I keep bot. seeing clickbots? Okay. There is no need for it. Okay. As simple as that. <laughs> All right. I, I mean, I I think in my opinion, if I may uh, bring uh, put my opinion there, I I think that <clears throat> bots should have uh, bots should have the give the possibility of of clicking, give options do to that. people. Yeah, so, and, and, sure. so I don't think one thing excludes the other. Agreed. I agree with you that uh, a bot that is just click bot, not nothing else, is a little more than a glorified menu, and yep. sure. and this doesn't offer a lot of value. Even though um, sometimes offering uh, the users uh, the buttons is is a good option because if you are looking for yes or no, you should offer two buttons, yes or no. <laughs> One doesn't exclude the other, right? So we do so, that as well when we build our chatbots because it's simply faster, easier, um, uh, right? I have my mobile phone in my hand. I just click that button. If it's an option, I click that or, button, right? Or um, like, but, uh, or, or if you know that people have the, these five top topics that they go and ask the chatbot, maybe you should offer these five top topics as buttons because yeah, that's what we call there hints. Is a, there is a high probability that yeah. uh, there's a high probability that one, it will be one of those five topics. So you 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 start you help them right away. I would even go the right one. Yeah, I would even go a step further. Uh, we call them hints, right? So and hints are exactly for that for people to acknowledge that there are more uh, topics, maybe even related, that the chatbot knows about, right? Mm -hmm. um, they haven't thought about before. Oh, let's click this. Oh, this is interesting. But more than mm -hmm. that, it's a context-driven hint, right? Which means that if you are talking, let's say, about a very specific car model, mm -hmm. then all the hints you are going to show are related to that model, which is even better, right? Because it's okay. not any more out of context. No, you are still within context. You are giving the, 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 the users hints, look, I also know about this. So if you want, just click it. But you can also talk it in, right? You can use speech, so, you can use text. So, That's important. So, so you said that um, you need to find the right company that has experience with this. Yeah. What about the right tech? Is that, is that also important uh, to you? You think that the tech is is key as well or both uh, go hand in hand so and if the company is experienced they should already be using the right tech 
right? So when we talk about conversational AI, uh, mm -hmm. when we talk about NLU-driven um, chatbots, there are a lot out, out of there. Right? There are a lot of uh, NLU um, out there we can choose from. And each one of them has their advantages and disadvantages. Mm -hmm. And that very same company um, must listen, of course, to their customers uh, or partners um, to find exactly out what is the right tech to apply, in which case. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so, um, Nuno, um, if, uh, if I'm a company, so if I'm a company that has, for example, an online shop and I sell vacuum cleaners online, uh, and I have, I have a challenge with customer service. Uh, we are approaching Christmas and I'll expect a peak of people calling and, and calling my customer serving, uh, service, asking questions about my product, uh, where do I start? So do I uh, do I go and, and Google for chatbot companies? Do I uh, what do I do? Do I look for agency that helps me? Do I contact my the agency that built my website? Uh, yeah, that's... Where where do I start? And what are the steps that I need to take to to get to something that actually helps uh, and improve my customer service using this kind of technology? What what would you have to say about that? Yeah, the first step is actually um, absolutely the hardest one, right? It's really to find the correct partner, the correct provider, agency, right? The right company, um, especially because it depends on a lot. It depends first on experience. It depends on the technology they use. Actually, it's a summary of what we just discussed. It depends also on smaller things like um, or which languages are they capable of, of working in, right? If I'm uh, a Danish company, right? Uh, mm -hmm. and I, uh, I mean, there are good other good companies out there, but they may be limited to certain languages. And then they may be limited to providing or not speech to text, for example, if I want a mm -hmm. voice bot and not a chat bot, right? So that must be looked up. Um, I think still to, to look them up and to find them, LinkedIn right now, to be honest, is a pretty good platform, right? There is a lot going on. I mean, it's pretty transparent. Who is more active? What is posted there? Which projects did uh, they uh, do before? Um, it's a good start, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's hard. So one needs LinkedIn. to find the right company. From there, I mean, um, I can talk about uh, the process uh, we use. So we would have yeah, a workshop together. Uh, to really access the need of that company, right? That's the most important part. It's really to understand where are we right now? What is the problem we want to solve? Where do we want to be in the future? Uh, so we need a workshop for that to define our common goals. Um, and to be honest, to launch a chatbot, uh, at least the first phase of a chatbot, as I just said before, let's start together small and grow together um, is a matter of a month or a month and a half and we are live. Right. So you just mm -hmm. said uh, okay. we have um, Christmas ahead. It would be still doable right now. Yeah. So can I, uh, could I do it myself? I mean, not talking about myself. Uh, I could I do it. We know we can do that. But the, the hypothetically, as an online shop, I even have might have a couple of developers in house who never built a chatbot before, but they're developers. Uh, could I do it myself? What are the, what do I need to keep in mind? I mean, can a, can a team of uh, software developers build chat, uh, chatbot? Again, the trick is really to find the right company to work with, right? So there, I mean, it's a promoted a lot for some years now that built your chatbot in five minutes. Um, yeah. Honestly, I don't believe in that concept, right? 
give me some time here to 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 expand what? on this right why, why not a lot, a lot of companies tried it a lot of companies do it they are able to set up their first iteration of a chatbot the problem is there is a lot of tooling missing right like for example simply checking the logs I used to say what we don't cover this week, we have to cover next week, especially if it is requested a lot by the customer, right? A mm -hmm. chatbot is not only setting up a chatbot and putting it live. A chatbot is a living thing. It receives mm -hmm. daily input, living, true input from users that are demanding an answer and either the chatbot answers it, right? Uh, or, I mean, forget it. That user is not going to use it anymore, right? So what we mm -hmm. don't answer this week, we must answer next week. And therefore, I need maintenance. Maintenance need, uh, uh, means looking into uh, logs regularly and to know how to proceed. The problem I have right now is not really with that set your chatbot up in five minutes. Not really, okay? We can discuss that uh, later on a bit in more detail. The problem I have is that then those companies do not provide a tooling for those do-it-yourself users to check logs and to maintain those chatbots. That's my okay. problem I'm having, right? Why do I need a chatbot for if I'm not able to keep up with my customers, right? I set up 20, uh, uh, an FAQ bot, right? Which answers 20 questions. Now, none of them was relevant to my users. And this is easily, um, I mean, a reality, uh, our everyday reality. And we need to see what is the user expected from the chatbot. And that mm -hmm. needs to be built in to be answered as soon as possible so, because then a chatbot is really efficient. So it's about answering the user's the, the real challenge of a chatbot is actually the, uh, the training. And, uh, Absolutely. Maintenance. And the, con the continuous training. Yes. Okay. And training means two things, if I may. First, it means enhancing the existing model Simplifying, it means enhancing the existing topics that I already cover, adapting them in a way, the NLU, that it recognizes mm -hmm. the way my user is asking for. Look, there okay. is, take Germany, for example, you have so much variation within, right? It's German. Yeah, it's German. I mean, you have different forms of German. There are different Englishes out there nowadays. You have mm -hmm. Indian English, right, for example. Uh, and it's simply different, especially if it's speech to text. So the chatbot needs to be trained to cover exactly, I mean, the way the user is requesting and not the way I tried to foresee how the user may ask for their topic, right? Mm -hmm. Let, let's take greeting, a very simple one that any chatbot must uh, 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 fulfill, right? I say, hi, of course, if I train the model only to recognize hi, hello, and someone goes in and mm -hmm. says, yo, hey, right? And I mean, it must be trained. It's okay to not be able to answer it the first so time. So if I so if I take uh, I mean you're obviously very passionate about this um, um, if I take one of the, I mean all big tech companies uh, or almost all big tech companies out there have some kind of chatbot um, development framework or right. tool and um, and I mean and I look at their websites and they all look great so. <laughs> Um, They're very different. The question though. is: the question is, so you're talking about the maintenance and the tooling. Um, do you see this kind of tooling in those uh, in those products? Uh, why why do you think they, they never built them? Why do you think that these things don't exist out of the box? I mean, you, what you're describing seems to be such a common problem. Why do you think that um, that most products don't have this kind of don't offer these kind of things out of the box. 
I think it's for two reasons. You just said um, it's, it seems to be a very common problem. Yes, it is. But I don't think that the customer is aware of it. That's well, the problem. That's problem number what, one. What customer? Like I mean, the, the, the do-it-yourself chatbot building company, right? Okay. I don't think that company is aware of it. That's the first problem, okay. right? So companies do not usually do not have enough information uh, in order to be aware that there is a log, I can look into it, I can extract metrics from it, statistics, analytics, whatsoever. And then more than that, um, I should have, I should have uh, a tooling to use that log and to feed the existing chatbot right. um, and, and to practice maintenance, right? The existing ones and okay. new topics I want to build in. I don't think that companies are aware of that, uh, of that part, right? Mm -hmm. Because companies only promote the first step, of course, I mean, when I want to sell, I want to put it simple. I want to offer, build it yourself because that is actually, yes, what companies have been demanding for the last years. It's true, okay. right? Okay. Um, companies want to do it themselves. They want to hand that part over to their departments, marketing, build your so, questions in. Okay. So, no, no, um, we, are, we are getting to the end of our uh, podcast episode. Um, if you could summarize in three points um, what a company should look at uh, when they are considering introducing conversational AI, um, what those uh, three very sharp points would be. Okay, so good. Um, I mean, if you really call it AI, I mean, you must look for first, which is go conversational, right? Mm -hmm. Go conversational, choose NLU, choose AI, right? Click only is not AI, not at all, right? It's if-based, okay. it's options, it's website-like. No, so go conversational because you get a lot of data as well. You hear your customer, which is the most important. And, second, and second um, yeah. choose or look for an experienced company to serve you well and which does it end-to-end, -end, right? We don't want, I mean, it's not such a big day, uh, thing to launch a chatbot, uh, at least not initially, I don't need five companies, uh, right? Um, getting together to do it. I need one good company which covers it end to end. And third, I would choose clearly. Uh, it's overlooked so much. Maintenance. Maintenance is the soul of a chatbot. There is no chatbot. There shouldn't be a chatbot out there which is not maintained. It's a living thing. It needs to be maintained. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Thank Nuno. you. Uh, this, was, this was a very passionate, interesting conversation. Uh, I, I'll try to also summarize myself what I picked up from, from this conversation today. So things like um, chatbot over clickbot, uh, good versus bad. So uh, chatbots need to be trained. That's the key uh, thing. Time needs to be invested in training and the continuous training, uh, the so-called maintenance. Mm -hmm. This is key to have the right partner. The product, we, we didn't spend a lot on technology here. It seems to me that technology is important, but without the right partner, without the right team in, uh, using the technology to create the solution, the technology by itself is not gonna solve the problem. So there is the, the mix, the sweet spot is in the right mix. Mm -hmm. um, and Obviously, the, if you choose the right partner, they'll help you choose the right technology. That's, uh, I, that's, that would be the, the, the sort of the, the, the sequence that I would take. Um, so thank you. Um, 
so I think we reached the end of our first episode of Real AI now. If you like this episode, stay tuned for the next one. Bye-bye. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks, bye.